With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. The Cayman Islands gets a welcome update on the status of our UK red, amber and green rating. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins explains. The red, amber, green rating determines what inbound travelers must do on arrival, linked to the COVID situation in the country from which they are traveling. The Cayman Islands was previously under amber, but has been upgraded to green. His Excellency Governor Martin Roper. Which means that for people going to um, England from Cayman, they will no longer need um, to quarantine um, on arrival. This has been a long battle to get on the green list. Um, we've been feeding in lots of information to make the case for Cayman to be green, which is absolutely right and is, is very welcome recognition of the outstanding performance by the Cayman Islands in responding to this global pandemic. Governor Roper goes on to thank the time and effort by several departments to make this positive transition on the list possible. I'm very grateful to, to the HSA, to the Ministry of Health, to the, the great team in my own office. The fact that we're able to do genome sequencing now on island is also a, a, a wonderful um, development and an achievement, and that has really helped us to get um, on the green list. So uh, grateful also to the Premier who, um, who wrote to ministers at, at my request. Travelers will still need proof of a negative PCR test 72 hours before traveling and also need to take an additional PCR test on day two after arrival. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. Travelers should note the lists are kept under constant review. And if the situation warrants it, changes can be made at any time ahead of the three-week review points. Premier the Honorable Wayne Panton says it is excellent and welcome news, thanking the governor and his office for their tireless assistance. Mr. Panton says the decision means the UK has recognized our excellent record in relation to management of COVID-19. He also thanked the UK for providing the islands with free vaccines and urged anyone who hasn't taken it to do so as quickly as possible to facilitate reopening of the border. A quick check of the COVID-19 test results. 238 test results are in since our last report on Wednesday. There are no positive results. So far, 90,848 COVID-19 vaccines have been given in all in the Cayman Islands. We are at 67% for one dose, 61% having completed the two-dose course. In other local news, police are investigating an armed robbery last night in Georgetown. Three masked men went into a barber shop on Eastern Avenue near the intersection of School Road. One of the men had a knife, the other a firearm. One of the men took a bag with cash and personal items from one of the people on site. A shot was fired, but no one was hurt. Police say the suspects were wearing dark clothing with masks over their faces. The person with the knife had a dark complexion and was about six feet tall. Anyone with information who may witnessed the incident or anything suspicious in the area at the time is asked to contact Georgetown CID. The number is 949-4222. A two-day symposium kicked off this morning at the Harkwell Cultural Center focused on the work of Caymanian author and historian J.A. Roy Bodden. Over the next two days you will hear much talk about the work of J.A. Roy Bodden, the person we know simply as Roy and what it means to the people of these Cayman Islands. I sense that there will be spirited sharing of ideas and even disagreements, but we welcome it all. In his opening remarks this morning, Cayman National Cultural Foundation Artistic Director Henry Mutu says the CNCF partnered on the event with the Committee for the Promotion of Research and Caymanian Scholarship. 
This symposium is the beginning of something new and important and exciting in the Cayman Islands, which CNCF and the committee will strive to make an annual event. The symposium is the brainchild of Dr. Livingston Smith, chair of the committee. You can see today's session on the CIGTV YouTube channel and tomorrow's live stream scheduled for 9 in the morning. The University College of the Cayman Islands encourages new and current students to take advantage of their latest scholarship offering. President and CEO Dr. Stacy McAfee. We are offering scholarships uh, that are benefiting students in science, technology, engineering, math, and health with the generous support of Health City, Water Authority, and a private donor from within the CEC. The scholarships range up to $2,500 annually for most students. We are looking to benefit students that have financial need and are looking to impact the Cayman Islands in a positive way. She says due to continued growth in importance and the interest in STEM in the Cayman Islands, it's a logical choice to offer scholarships in these fields. You can find out more at ucci.edu.ky. The application deadline is July 16th. A second good assessment for Cayman Prep and High School, with inspectors saying it has made, quote, significant improvements since it was last inspected in March 2019. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has the details. In May, the Office of Education Standards returned to Cayman Prep and High School, noting several areas of improvement since 2019, including student attainment and progress in math and science at post-16 and secondary level, assessment, health and safety in kindergarten and primary school, and leadership. The report says, quote, the whole school continued to perform at a good level overall, and the secondary and post-16 provision were operating at an excellent level in many respects of their work. There were some recommendations, including offering a wider choice of courses for secondary and post-16 students and strengthening the effective self-evaluation in place and using this to create a focused and manageable whole school strategic plan for the longer-term development. Governors have also been encouraged to ensure the school completes the accreditation process, take forward plans to restructure the board, and devise short- and long-term strategic plans for the whole school and the campuses. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. You can see the full report online at oes.gov.ky. The public is invited to a celebration for the official renaming of sections of the downtown Georgetown waterfront as Seafarers Way to honor and recognize outstanding contributions made by our seafarers. The ceremony and reception will be held at the North Terminal starting at 10 a.m. It lasts until 11.30. There will be some road closures in the area. The Day of the Seafarer is an official United Nations International Observance Day, which takes place each year on June 25th. Turn your gaze skywards tonight to catch an awesome display of the supermoon. There's different names for these supermoons recently. That's sort of marketing. But what it means is in the orbit of the moon around the Earth, it just happens to be a bit closer than usual. So the moon does actually appear a bit larger than a normal full moon. Now, full moons always rise at the exact same time as the sunset, which is kind of cool. So when you see the sunset, you can get a double bonus and turn around and you'll see directly behind you the full moon rising. President of the Astronomical Society, Tyan Miller, tells Radio Cayman the ideal place to view it is to look over the land out to the east. Keep your fingers crossed for the skies to be clear. This year's storyboard competition drew loads of students looking to come home with the top prizes. CIGTV's Donna Bush has more. 
This year, over 70 students competed for the great prizes at the 7th Annual Storyboard Competition. The prizes were provided by Rotary Sunrise and the Cayman Islands Public Library Service. And all children received certificates of participation for their colorful and informative presentations. Now, each year, the event is organized by the Cayman Islands Information Professionals Group, which is a professional library and information science association founded back in 2013 by information specialists living and working in the Cayman Islands. The aim is to provide literacy and libraries by the exchange and use of information and knowledge. The fun event tested the students on their knowledge of their chosen books. Submissions are judged on information provided about the book, such as characters, plot, publisher, theme, etc., and how that information is expressed in terms of creativity and clarity. Library Director and CIIP Chair Paul Robinson says there were some very brilliant submissions again this year. Students who participate range from ages 5 to 18. We say congratulations to all of the winners. And that is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings. Good evening with a look at Radio Cayman's local sports. I'm Dion Anglin. The CIFA president responds to national players' allegations against him. In response to alleged criticism from players on the men's national football team in local media, the Cayman Islands Football Association says it's looking into the incident. According to published reports, some players are alleging CIFA president Alfredo Whitaker remained in the U.S. for two matches after the sanctions were announced, worried that his behavior and that of CIFA are putting the league at risk. I am suspended for six months in doing or partaking in any national team activities. Yeah, but doesn't that mean like you can't go near the team or be around the team in any way? I did not partake in any of the national team activities. The national team traveled on the 29th. Right. I traveled on the 26th, and then I came to Miami. So when they was playing against Bermuda, I was in, I was in Miami. But you didn't go to the game? I, I never did went to the game. I never did have a coffee with the team. I never did have absolutely nothing to do with the team. In a written statement last week, Wednesday, June 16th, CIFA said, quote, the executive committee of CIFA is taking the news article published on June 11th, 2021, very seriously. The CIFA is currently awaiting the official written reports from the team officials, namely the head coach, the head of delegation and the team manager. Subsequent to that, a meeting next week, Tuesday, with the entire contingent, including the players, will be convened. The Cayman Tennis Academy Summer Camp is back. The focus on CTA Summer Camp remains the same, taking tennis to all the kids from 3 to 14 years of age who want to learn the sport, no prior experience necessary. Coach Noah Capita spoke with Radio Cayman's Anita Ken on the Business Buzz. So we start as early as uh, age 3. We go up to age 14 for our summer camps. Summer camps, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and they begin... Uh, July 5th is our first one, and they they run all summer, all, all through July, all through August. They're weekly camps, Monday through Friday. So the camps are, if you pay for the whole week, it's it's 350 If you're paying for an individual day, it's $80 a day. There is a sibling discount of 10%, and I would direct everybody to our website uh, to register, which is simply Cayman Tennis Academy. There will be a lot of fun games and activities like tennis, football, frisbee, match play training, hand-eye coordination, drills and fab fitness, athleticism and ball skills. The camp starts at 8.30 a.m. and lunch will be provided to all players before they end the camp activities at 12.30 p.m. The camp dates are week 1, July 5th through the 9th, week 2, July 12th through the 16th, week 3, July 19th through the 23rd, week 4, July 26th through the 30th, week 5,
5, August 2nd through the 6th, week 6, August 9th through the 13th, week 7, August 16th through the 20th, and week 8, August 23rd through the 27th. To register, email caymantennisacademy at gmail.com. This year's Inter-Primary Cricket League was a huge success with 12 teams competing in the inaugural tournament. However, after observation, officials say next year may see a few changes to the league. Cayman Cricket Vice President Ricardo Roach says school spectatorship, a season shift and quality coaches may be just a few of the things added next term. One of the things that we definitely want to start to encourage next year is actually encouraging schools to bring spectators to games. Even although some teams are playing at home, Unfortunately, the other kids around the school, the younger kids, on a Friday afternoon didn't get the opportunity to come out and actually see their teams play. So that's one of the things I'm definitely going to try to encourage schools to do next year for sure, to have their spectators come out, other children come and cheer on their classmates while playing. Because I found when we went to Red Bay and they brought out their cheerleaders, they started to play a lot better. I don't know why, but they did. So of course. You know, that's one of the things we want to encourage, the motivation. And of course, you know, somebody at a younger age might just see something and it might just click for them and it might just be the next thing they want to do. So that's one thing we definitely want to encourage. We're probably going to try to shift the season next year from the last term because we get a lot of conflict with exams this time of year. Right. So next year, we're going to try and push it and try to play in another term. Probably not in the first term, but somewhere just after the track and field, we're going to try and play cricket somewhere in there, we hope, okay. next year. That's one of the things we're looking at. And of course, next year, we'll have more coaches on the ground because we're actually getting some of our coaches that we've been trying to hire for the last two years. But because of COVID, we weren't able to do that. Some of them are actually starting to make their way to Cayman now. So we'll definitely have a lot more people on the ground. So I expect the quality to improve next year as well. For those of you who missed it, Cayman Prep won the 2021 Inter-Primary Cricket League Championship title last Friday. And Cayman Rugby is hosting a bingo night on July 3rd to raise funds for the Breast Cancer Foundation. The cost is $25 for a book of six bingo cards and $5 for additional cards. Organizers say there will be loads of raffle prizes up for grabs. You can book your ticket by emailing caroline.degan at caymanrugby.com. That'll do it for Radio Cayman's local sports for this evening. I'm Dion Anglin.